Hi, good afternoon everyone. This is Sidisha Varma, founder, chief strategist at Branding by Pixels, a business strategy design and digital marketing company coming live to you from India. So I hope all of you are doing really well. And um, given that we have this pandemic situation on our hands, hope you have been using this time to um, upskill yourself, go through and create better habits like reading books. So as per my podcast um, viewers data, I understand that um, 67% of my listeners are from US. And so I was thinking about the type of content that might interest my audience on Anchor here. And I thought maybe I should um, tweak my content a bit so i can actually cover different aspects apart from just the business strategy and digital marketing um, topics so i thought uh, maybe something uh, apart from this which will be very interesting to my audience will be doing business book reviews so um, if you don't know about me if you're new to my podcast channel then uh, let me give you a little bit of introduction um, I come from an IT background. I used to work in IT for 10 years. But before I got into IT, um, I did my master's in business administration with dual specialization in finance and marketing. And I just loved marketing. So um, even before I got into my MBA, my goal was to um, get into marketing to um you know, so because I thought marketing was the lifeline of any business and uh, my ultimate goal was to create a business for myself. And that is where um, all everything, um, uh, be it the interest of reading books, of learning about different businesses, different topics, uh, that came from that core idea of creating my own business. And I understood that I need to learn everything by myself because I don't come from a family of generational entrepreneurs. So um, apart from my brother, who is um, just four years older to me, there is nobody else who has been into business. So my father has been a state government employee. My mom is a homemaker. And uh, my brother started his business when he was 18 years old. Um, and uh, he was the first, uh, first entrepreneur in my family. So I am still a first generation entrepreneur. I don't understand many things in business. Um, I have just started my business four years ago. So um, I'm still learning a lot of things. But something that has really helped me through this journey has been the stories of other entrepreneurs. Um, and these stories, I could get an easy access into their mindset through books. So I really love reading books. And I thought probably I should, um, you know, do uh, some book reviews every week, uh, one book review every week. So um, I can talk to you about um, what these books um, have in them and probably my perspective regarding what I agree or disagree with in these books. So um, I hope this will be an interesting uh, topic for you. I would know from the stats if this is a topic that my audience really like to know more about. Um, otherwise, you can also directly drop me um, your comments. Um, you can write to me as well. But um, 
I will talk about my contact details a bit later in the podcast. So to start with this week, I would like to review a book um, which I have read last weekend. Um, and um, this is called as The Parable of Pipeline by Burke Hedges. So um, if you have not heard about this book, it comes highly recommended um, by people who are trying to build businesses, um, who are trying to um, probably make their future secure. And uh, because this has come highly recommended, I thought um, I should um, invest one of my weekends reading this. So um, again, just to repeat, the book is called as Parable of Pipeline by Burke Hedges. This book is actually divided into three parts. Um, so I will start with part one. Um, part one talks about um, a concept wherein it says we live in a bucket carrying world. And then it starts to talk more about what is the difference um, between a bucket carrying world and a pipeline world. And um, why does the author say that we live in a bucket carrying world? So it starts with the story of two cousins, Bruno and Pablo. Um, and Bruno and Pablo uh, used to live um, in a Greek village wherein um, there was um, there was some issue with water. There was a water shortage and Bruno and Pablo, these were uh, two young uh, men who had an, who always had a dream of creating something for themselves, a business um, which would make them rich at some point of time in their lifetimes, right? So, um, Bruno and Pablo were then um, called by the village head and they were asked to um, uh, carry buckets of water uh, to the um, village, uh, uh, I would say tank or something like that, wherein uh, these uh, Bruno and Pablo would carry the buckets of water and then they would pour it into the tank and it will be used for um, the chores of the village folk. So, uh, and they were offered um, one penny per bucket. Um, so, uh, that was how the story started and Bruno and Pablo were very happy because this this was their dream come true, right? They always wanted to have their own business idea. They always wanted to make enough money so they would become rich at some point of time in their lives. And this is and this opportunity just presented um, to presented uh, by uh, it to themselves so um, they were very happy and they started uh, carrying buckets lugging um, buckets each day and they were able to carry 100 buckets um, so they were able to make good amount of money but after a week of carrying these buckets because um, it was not an easy job right so uh, Pablo uh, who is one of the smarter cousins um, he actually sat down with Bruno and he started uh, uh, talking to him about what can be done because um, if we just have to carry these buckets um, this is a great opportunity but we cannot just keep doing this right so if we keep uh, carrying these buckets all our lifetime I don't think we'll be happy because uh, this is a very strenuous physical job and I don't think we'll be rich as much as we want so um Cut to the chase, Pablo actually comes up with an idea. He tells Bruno that probably rather than just thinking about, you know, how to lug the buckets each day, maybe we should think about a long-term goal. 
So probably we should build something like a pipeline to the village um, tank so that it can directly bring water from the river to the tank rather than we lugging those buckets by ourselves, right? So um, that is where the story comes into picture. And then Bruno says uh, to Pablo that um, that is not a great idea. I'm happy with what uh, whatever is currently happening. Um, so I don't think I'll be part of this idea of yours. So uh, what Pablo does is Pablo cuts... Um, cuts uh, to half the number of buckets that he carries every day and the remaining half of the time he tries to start working on the pipeline plan. Uh, so that is where um, the part one ends uh, wherein um, uh, Burke says we live in a bucket carrying world and then uh, part two comes into picture wherein um, Pablo's half of the pipeline is complete. Uh, Bruno is just um, you know, um, enjoying uh, his fruits of labor. He uh, goes to the village tavern. He buys uh, probably uh, beers for everyone present there. Um, I exactly don't remember what is the alternative of beer that he he was buying to his people. Uh, so, and he's enjoying his newfound wealth, but uh, physically he's depleting uh, because he is carrying this huge lugs of buckets every day. Whereas Pablo has built half of his pipeline. So now the distance that he has to carry the buckets from has actually halved because um, uh, half of the distance is uh, built with the pipeline and the remaining half distance is what he is carrying the buckets. But there is still a long way to go because he has to complete uh, the pipeline. And then, um, so that is where part two comes into picture, um, wherein Burke says pipelines are your lifelines. So, um, and uh, there are two different concepts here in part two. One concept is called as money leverage and the second concept called is called as time leverage. So money leverage meaning, um, let us say you start a business, right? Um, in that case, probably uh, you cannot do everything by yourself. You probably need to have uh, to get some um, experts to work on your business as well. So for example, let us say you are trying to incorporate your company. Um, it is very easy for you to you know download the document fill out the document probably upload it into a government site and then submit for a company registration but if you um, don't know everything about company registration this process can actually delay you to start your business so rather than that money leverage is something that you pay money to an expert to get the job done wherein you are probably not the expert of um, so you are leveraging money to get the work done that is the first concept in part two the second concept is called as time leverage Time leverage uh, definitely speaks about um, the quintessential dilemma that a business owner uh, goes through on a daily basis. Because as a business owner, I also have to do multiple things. But do I have the time to do all of those? Probably not. Um, so in that case, what do I do? I um, use something called as time leverage, wherein I say... Um, Again, money leverage and time leverage are probably uh, probably go hand in hand because I have to pay somebody else for their time, right? So they can uh, get some stuff done, which I cannot do by myself because I don't have the time to do it. So um, those are the two concepts that we talk about in part two, wherein he says pipelines are your lifeline. So coming back to part three, uh, we talk about the ultimate pipeline, wherein uh, Pablo has completed his pipeline. The water is directly coming into the tank. Um, 
um, so he doesn't have to lug the buckets anymore. The village folk is happy and for each bucket um, that the village folk take from the tank, uh, they have to pay a few bucks to Pablo. So that is where his income is coming. Um, and because he has completed this pipeline, he doesn't have to do any physical labor anymore. So that is where he goes back to Bruno, his cousin and says, you know, this pipeline has really worked out very well. Um, but I would really like your help um, to extend this idea to other villages because if as a village we are facing this issue, I am sure there are other villages out there who are facing the same issue. And we can uh, incorporate the same solution that is building a pipeline to other villages as well. And that is where we can, you know, make a lot of money. And rather than we doing all the work, probably we can franchise this idea so that there are other people, other business people, other entrepreneurs who take up our concept, who learn the technique of building a pipeline from us. And then they, um, you know, they can also make some money and on each sale that they make, we get a commission. So that is where we can actually build this thing up. And that is where the ultimate pipeline, which is the third part of the book comes into picture. Um, there are again, two different concepts here under ultimate pipeline. One is called as the e-compounding. So e-compounding is just replicating your idea without the additional physical work so that it extends. Uh, there are no boundaries to your idea if you can actually replicate it um, in the most effective way and efficient way, right? For example, uh, one of the great examples um, that I think I can come up with regarding this specific idea is Bill Gates, right? So Bill Gates uh, created this uh, OS um, operational software which is um, operating software which is windows and even till this date they're still selling windows and bill gates is still making money off of it right so that is a great e-compounding effect um, the second concept that he talks about um, in ultimate pipeline is the 50 year versus the five year plan so e-compounding can also be done so the um I don't know if you have heard about this book, uh, The Millionaire Next Door, wherein um, the book talks about a few people who come from a middle class background, but because they have been investing, they have been saving over a period of time, they have become millionaires by the um, uh, by the time they have retired from their jobs and they are enjoying their life now. So um, th that is the concept of 50 year plan. But um, Burke Hedges also talks about a five year plan. So he says with e-compounding the concept above what you can do is you can shorten the time period from 50 years to five years. So you're still young to you know enjoy the fruits of um, your patience, your smartness, your money uh, which in in turn will create more wealth for you. So uh, some of the things that are really loved in this book, there are uh, two, um, I would say paraphrases that I really loved. One is keep your eyes on the price. So when we are working so hard, right, as entrepreneurs, um, as entrepreneurs, probably we are not working physically hard because we are not lugging any buckets, but we are working mentally very hard because we keep thinking about new ideas. We always have this emotional struggle, whether we are doing the right thing or not, whether this is the best thing for the business, whether this is the best thing for the client, whether this is the best thing for me as an entrepreneur. 
entrepreneur. So um, this line really paraphrases all of that when it says keep your eyes on the prize. So as long as you are focused, as long as you know the vision of where you are going, you can really extend your limitations and say, you know, this is my prize. This is what I'm working so hard for. And it really focuses you down. It really calms you down. It really keeps you um, targeted um, regarding what you're trying to do. And the second uh, paraphrase that I really loved in this book is, if my dream is big enough, facts don't count. So if you look at Pablo, the odds of him succeeding were very high because building a pipeline was an entirely new concept that they have never heard about in his village. But he still kept going because his dream was big enough. He wanted to build pipelines all across the world. He, his um, dream was not limited but by what he can do in his village or by what the exact technology was at that point of time. So if your dream is big enough, then facts don't count. You just have to work smarter. You just have to work um, a bit harder. You just have to figure things out. So again, keep your eyes on the price. So um, I uh, th uh, these are the certain of the certain concept that I really liked in this book. Uh, Parable of Pipeline. It is a very small book, so if you can actually buy it or uh, probably you can get a Kindle version of it. It is not very costly, um, and you can complete it over the weekend because it is a very small book. So I hope you found this as an interesting podcast. I'll be covering one book every week. Um, so if you want me to cover a specific book, I would love to get your suggestions because I love reading books and I love um, putting no uh, taking notes regarding what that specific book um, has to tell me right so um, please do drop me a note you can drop me a note at sirisha at the rate brandingbypixels.com I will leave it in the description as well that is s-i-r-a-s-h-a at the rate b-r-a-n-d-i-n-g-b-y-p-i-x-c-l-s.com Thank you so much for investing your time in listening to my podcast. The pandemic is still on. So please do take care of yourself and your loved ones. Please do wear masks and maintain social distancing. This is Sirisha Varma, founder, chief strategist at Branding by Pixels, a business strategy design and digital marketing company signing off from India. Take care. Bye-bye.